So how's that Facebook thing going? Yeah, really good. Uh, getting some really, really positive feedback. Uh, teachers are finding it really, really useful. What I've done over the Christmas holidays is I've actually organised everything into a website. So if you go to mrpict.com, you can see everything that we've posted there so far uh, with all the links, uh, the working smarter, not harder stuff, the app tutorials, Dr. Chips's computing ideas. And so you can see everything that's already posted, loads of links for how you can sign up on Facebook for £3.50 a month, less than a pound a week. And yeah, hopefully it'll help you make more out of the technology in your school. Well, as David Dickinson once said, that sounds like a bargain. Hello and welcome to episode 15, season 2, episode 6 of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P. And the other Mr P. We are back, guys. It is 2019. We hope you had an amazing Christmas break and you had a belting new year. And I'm sure many of you are back in the swing of things. And we've recorded this podcast to hopefully help you get through the week. So... Um, Adam, how was your Christmas? How was your New Year? Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was. Uh, they just go too fast, don't they? It's always the. Uh, it's always the same. But no, I have to say, having a little one, uh, my daughter's like two and a half now, um, and it's just it just makes Christmas. It's it just relights the Christmas flame as as such. It's the face and 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 my little girl when she opened all the presents that she asked for, and I mean you don't get the cred. Like Father Christmas is the man, and he yeah he takes everything. He's a he's a favorite guy now, but you know it is it is brilliant. It's a brilliant time, but um, I do especially after she gave her a dumbass. Oh yeah, the (laughs) dumbass gave him a dumbass. But yeah, no, I have to say there's always that thing now about like going back to school though, and I think there's always that lull now where everyone's on diets, everyone's skin. It's just kind of like a bit of a grim time, and 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 I and I've really tried to make an effort to to not let my mood go down because I am terrible, and you know more than anyone. I am awful after Christmas. I can confirm, listeners, that he does go on a bit of a lull. It is a hard time. It's it's a very tough time, but I, I tried to keep my chin up, and I thought, yeah, I'm gonna eat healthier. I've got my wife. You know, me and my wife are expecting another baby in a, in a month, just over a month. So I thought to myself, I'm going to lose a bit of weight. I'm going to, you know, start the year as a means to go on. And I, and I just, I needed like a little bit of confidence, a little bit of a, you know, a bit of fire up my backside, basically. And yeah. I got that. I got that from my two and a half year old daughter, Isla. Because uh, she woke up in the morning and she's, she's hilarious when she wakes up because she's got really, really curly hair and it's all over the place. Yeah. And I woke up to go to the toilet. And she'd walked into our room and she'd sat with she sat on the bed with Kim. I walked back in and she just went and now obviously I was in my boxes. And she just went, <laughs> You look like Daddy Pig. <laughs> and I literally went back to bed and I was just so gutted. I was just like, Oh Pepper <laughs> you know, It was absolutely it just I mean, I've never been burned by a two-year-old as, as, as bad as that. Um, oh, but, hilarious. You know, it's, it's a reality check that I needed, really. Oh, bro. Well, um, have you got any New Year's resolutions? Is that your New Year's resolution? 
Yeah, I'd say uh, to try and um, yeah to try and shift a little bit of weight before the new baby comes because when the new baby comes, it's just kind of like there's too much stuff going on, so it's just a you know well, sleepless nights, and, Mackies, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. and sleepless nights. <laughs> yeah. So if there is anyone that wants to donate some turkey Twizzlers for Adam during the early days of sleepless nights and so on, I'm sure it'll be very appreciative. It's 2019. Turkey. I love the fact that turkey Twizzlers has been dropped already, but. I actually did mention it to my uh, to my head today. It was funny because you know it was what the second day back and Tyrrell got a mention in my in my current school. Did it? They would do it because I had the new watch on. I had a new watch on, and I was wearing it on my right hand wrist. And my head teacher said, "You're supposed to wear watches on your left." And I said, "Well, that's weird because I'm right-handed, so I'd always automatically yeah. look at my right hand." And uh, and then we got on to knives and forks. Now, we, we did this in an earlier rep where Tyrrell used to come in and swap my knives and forks around. Yeah. So, obviously, I'd be there trying to eat my Twizzler with a knife, <laughs> you know, doing anything I could to shove it in my gob. Um, and, yeah, so I brought up... And, and the funny thing was, I mean, I don't think my head listens to this podcast, even though I think she'd love it. Um, I said, like, you know, I'm sat there eating my turkey Twizzlers and chips, and she went... <laughs> Turkey Twizzlers, I thought. She knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> Everyone knows. In fact, didn't you post... One, didn't Jamie Oliver post something like, what should my next book be about? And you commented on his <laughs> on his post. What was that? Yeah, he, he, he put on Facebook something like, please comment what you think my next book should be about. And I was just like, bring him back, Turkey Twizzlers, Jamie. <laughs> you dream crusher. Yeah. Um, well, how was your Christmas and New Year? Uh, really good, yeah. It was really chilled. Um... Just uh, spending quality time with the kids and 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 the family and that. So um, I have to say that my the the lads just obsessed with with Lego, and um, it's funny this because uh, it, they're brilliant at the Lego. They've been built all sorts: Jurassic World, Harry Potter. They've got some Star Wars stuff, and you know they really persevere with it. Apart from one of my sons, who. He'll empty all the little Lego bits into yeah. his little container and then follow the instructions. And every five minutes, he would say, Daddy, I can't find a piece. Dad, I can't find a piece. I can't find a piece. And I go, it'll be there. Just look for it. Just look for it. No, Dad, I can't find it. It's definitely not here. No, just look for it. And that goes on for about five minutes before I go, right, give it here. And then within a few seconds, I'll find this piece. And I go, this piece here. And I'll go, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there and it is. Yeah, there it is. And I, I'll, why, it's been winding me up terribly over the Christmas break because can't get anything done without him saying, can't find this, can't find this within seconds. But then it makes me laugh because I will literally be like, Claire, where's the car keys? Claire, where are the car keys? And she'll go, wherever you put them last, which is always a phrase that winds me up. Because if I knew where I put them last, I would get them. But anyway, I'm like, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? And every single time she'll just come in and she'll just, in front of my eyes, just go, they're here. Oh. I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. There must be something in the I jeans. sometimes feel that you know, and same with Kim here, she will purposely take something. <laughs> so I, so I will lose it. You know, for example, I'm, I'm a, I'm a type one diabetic, so I need my pen and needles and things. And I'm always like, where's my pen? Have you seen my pen anywhere? And she's like, it was in my bag, wasn't it? And I thought, well, it should still be in your bag then. <laughs> so I go into a bag. This has happened before. I've gone into a bag, looked, nothing in there. Then she's looked in a bag and it's in there. <laughs> 
I'm <laughs> like, whoa, 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 Dynamo! What are yeah, you doing exactly. here? Yeah, what are you Came doing? Shuffle, shuffling my, uh, shuffling my pens around. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I get, I get so angry as well when I try and find something and it's not there, and I always end up blaming my wife because she's so like on it with the cleaning and tidying. I'm like, you know, sometimes if you just left it there, I'd, I'd find it. So, um, but yeah, I'm on a bit of a health kick as well because. Um, my New Year's res- I've got a few New Year's resolutions, both personally and professionally. I mean, personally, um, it is to try and drop a bit of weight because uh, life on the road is not kind. I do spend part of the week travelling around the UK doing my CPD stuff and uh, living out of the services is, is yeah, not kind. Say, CPD tour or McDonald's tour? <laughs> yeah, it can sometimes feel like that. So, um, But it was interesting. Do you remember in an earlier episode I talked about being really ill? When, um, yeah, it was the last one, wasn't it? Was it the last? Back from New York. Yeah, yeah. So, um, basically, I gone round to a friend's house and we were talking about this food intolerance test. Anyway, got it done. Got the results. And so, for this food intolerance test to work... I mean, if you're interested out there, basically, you send off a little swab of your, your blood. They initially come back and say, yes, you've got intolerances, or no, you've got intolerances, although everyone I speak to always has intolerances. Um, and then you can pay quite a bit extra money to then get a full list of what you're intolerant to and what you're not. Now, I was convinced by my mate who was intolerant to yeast and then cut it out of his diet for three months, uh, reintroduced it, and now it's happy days. So I thought, right, okay. Turns out I'm intolerant to pretty much everything. My list, uh, I, I, coconut, I mean, coconut's not too bad. Although I do like about it, people get a bit, you know, the celebration boxes going round at Christmas in the staff room, whatever it might be. And there's always debates about which ones are the favourite. A lot of people don't like bounties. I love a bounty. They're, they're always left. Did you see that the letters of celebrations oh, across yeah, the yeah. box are all yeah. different? Are all I different swear letters. I did not know that. <laughs> I, I was absolutely. I was today idea. years old when I, I learned today that. Years old, yeah. um, so coconuts one, egg yolk. Um, so cart of egg yolk, yeast is on mine as well. Coffee, coffee's the big one. Yeah, because you are a coffee head now. I, I wasn't. I was never a coffee drinker until I started doing the training on the road, and now I'll have to. I, I'm str- so um, I've got that one and dairy milk. So I've had to cut out everything dairy as well. So I've started um, earlier this week. Basically Sunday I started. They want to start on New Year because we had pretty much that week, and I thought now we'll get exactly, through that week. Yeah. Um, you want so to have some eggs and some coffee. Yeah, I binged on eggs and coffee. And then uh, since Sunday, but what we're on now, Tuesday, and I am losing it. I've only been on three days and it is killing me. Just everything. Um, I'm like checking the labels to make sure. And it was, what was it before? There was something before. Oh, the kids had like chicken pie and I do like a bit of chicken pie. Mm. I'm thinking, well, chicken's all right. Then look in and it's like yeast extract and it's like, Damn you. Yeah. So I've got, whether I last or not, I don't know, but I've got to go three months cutting it all out and then I can slowly reintroduce it. Beer as well, can't have beer with yeast. So, uh, but it's sort of not. Gin and tonic's good for you anyway. Yeah, gin and tonic's going to be the one. So that's that's my sort of aim to try and um, get a little bit healthier and sort of tie that in with my intolerances. Professionally, well, I just want to carry on. spreading the message of working smarter not harder and and trying to support and help teachers as much as possible there's been a lot over christmas um where i've received a lot of messages from teachers who were scared about going back and you know there's quite a few reports i don't know if you saw this adam um reports 
I think it was BBC News report about teachers who were at breaking point and the impact it's having on their mental health. And I just want to make um, make everyone aware that if you are a teacher and you are finding it tough, I don't want anyone to ever think that they're on the they're on their own. There are people out there that you can contact. In fact, there is a company called Education Support Partnership. If you just give them a a search on Facebook or on Google. They've got a page there and you can phone the number and there will be someone there that you can talk to, whether it's just to get a few things off your chest or if you do need further support with whatever the issue might be, they're well worth getting in touch with. And they're actually doing quite a lot of work around uh, mental well-being with with teachers because it is it is terrible at the minute what's going on in some schools and um, what's nice to know is that this podcast is helping quite a few teachers so we do get messages to say that it's really helping them switch off and just you know see this lighter side of education which is exactly what we want um, and what's been interesting since new year is the amount of messages I've received from people who were also on a health kick who have messaged me to say I've been listening to your podcast to help me get me through my runs and at times I've had to stop running because I was laughing so much, which I thought well, was quite... A, yeah, that's a great... Uh, that's a great... Yeah, which is great to, great to know. So, um, so yeah, so that and then, and then hopefully um, the Facebook supporter stuff will carry on growing and the target with that is to try and um, build it up to the point where I can then spend um a day a week at home working from home so that i'm not on the road as much and i'm away from the family so that's the sort of aim with that and the other one is to try not to get as wound up when people uh nick me stuff you know that i like to moan about this sort of stuff yeah um, and it's a weird one really because teaching it's sharing's caring isn't it that's the sort of motto we go by sharing's caring and i do try and share as much as possible through my social media platforms on my training that sort of thing and if you're a teacher in a classroom the ideas on my blog on my training the website everything is there for you to use but you will not you would not believe how many people end up taking your ideas and then either selling them on or actually doing their own conferences where they just do your ideas. I mean, last term, there were people who won awards, there were people who sold books, and it was just flooded with ideas, either from my training or from my blog, and there's just no acknowledgement at all. And it used to really affect me. I used to get quite worked yeah, up you by were, it. But I, don't, I don't know if I've told you. I mean, I was, um, I was in my car and... So stumbled on a two Mr. C's in a podcast <laughs> and I just couldn't quite believe it. I was going absolutely crazy. Who are these two Mr. C's in this podcast? Uh, um, so, yeah, so I'm not going to name names or anything because I'm not like that. All, all I ever ask is that you just acknowledge if you do use an idea and you end up putting it out there, just say, you know, I, that's what I do. If you go on my blog, you can read any of my blog posts and it'll all, always say, you know, I was inspired by this idea because it's just that sort of etiquette. Um, so interesting, very, very interesting. Before Christmas, we did a little campaign. We had one final Christmas wish and you guys made it come true. Um, we'd sort of disappeared off the, off the iTunes chart. <laughs> disappeared? You called 797 disappearing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so we disappeared. We weren't anywhere in the top 200. And I thought, well, you know, there might be a few people sitting around, um, you know, going back home, spending time with the family and then within half an hour realising there's a reason that they probably don't live with the family <laughs> and they needed a break and so they might be interested in listening to the to the podcast. So um, I did a bit of a, a few posts on social media. Can you help us by subscribing to the podcast to help us get up by, uh, the iTunes chart? And um, 
well, we, we a couple of days before Christmas, we were hitting the top 50, the top 40, the top 30. Eventually, we broke in top 20. We're talking the educational um, category here. And, um, yeah, come Christmas Eve, we were top 10. And we managed to creep up, and, and, and we ended up at number two, beating people like Tony Robbins with his massive hands. Yeah. And um, who's the other guy? Is it Jordan Peterson? which I know quite a few people have messaged me and said they were happy about that one because he's quite a controversial figure, isn't he? And there was only this Duolingo, I think it's called, Spanish podcast that was just staying at the top and we were just wondering... Buenos dios, Duolingo. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow, it was there at the top, numero uno, and we were wondering whether we could uh, fit, uh, uh, beat it to the top. And anyway, late doors, Christmas Eve... We pop on, and then there we were, the number one educational podcast in the UK. So you are now listening to the number one educational podcast in the UK, which is amazing considering you will not learn anything. True. <laughs> and someone sent me a, uh, or commented on a post, because I sort of was saying, you know, listen to the podcast. It's, um, it's an educational podcast that sort of shares funny stories from the classroom. You don't really learn anything. And he said, how funny is it that you've got an educational podcast that your tagline is your sort of motto is you will not learn anything yeah, <laughs> so it's true. um yeah but we appreciate everyone who subscribed it really really does help um and of course if you're enjoying the podcast head over to apple uh podcast and rate rate and review now yeah. we've got some very very exciting news before we get into all the um the features and stuff and we have got a new feature this week but there's some very very exciting news um First of all, you might have noticed that the sound quality, well, I hope the sound quality on this episode is better... Better, than, better, better. <laughs> ...than other recent episodes. And that because, that's because over Christmas we treated ourselves to an upgraded microphone. We've upgraded the, the microphone. We thought, you know, being the number one educational podcast in the UK, we've got to step up our game. So we've um, invested in... A really, really uh, well. It's it's quite expensive, and hopefully we'll do a decent job. Because when I listen to the podcast uh, in my car, it does sound very tinny. Yeah, yeah. It's quite yeah. Well, just way. just just going back to um, you know, I love I love hearing the number one podcast in the UK, and I always think to myself, God, if I was single, I'd use that. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, you know, listen, I love my wife wholeheartedly. <laughs> She's the one for me, and I don't know what I'd do without her. But <laughs> listen, that is a great chat line, and it kind of brought up some memories of kind of some of the lines I used to come out with back in the day. Oh, here this we was go. When, this was when you know I was working it. I had some. I had some terrible jobs. I had, as people know on the podcast, I had had a little stint at Odeon. Yeah, making film better. <laughs> I had a. I had a little couple of weeks at Iceland. Yes. Ice, ice Ice Baby. <laughs> Not sure that that was the tagline. And then I had the co-op. And I always remember I went out with, with a couple of mates and we went to Wilmslow and people who, you know, that's where all the footballers live and it's quite a posh area. And I thought to myself, I'm going to need a, a, a story here because I don't fit in. I'm a bit of a bit of a scallywag from Stretford, really. So I went on Google Image, <laughs> typed in expensive yacht, took, took a screenshot... <laughs> And said it as my background, right? So anyway, I got talking to this to this pretty young thing at the bar, and um, anyway, get getting on, talking, you know, and uh, 
And then anyway, I get my tactically get my phone. What time is it again? <laughs> got my phone out. Oh, what's that? What's that doing there? She went, oh, what's that? And I could just see she was paying a lot of attention. I thought, I said, that's that's big big baby. You know, that's my that's uh, that's my yacht that I own. And she went, <laughs> she went. No way. Anyway, she went and talked to her friends for a bit, and I was saying to the lads like, oh, she thinks I've got a yacht. She thinks I've got a yacht. And then. The girl comes back over and she doesn't seem the same. She seems a bit offy with me. I thought, have I been out here? Have <laughs> one of the boys told her that I'm, I work at the co-op? And uh, anyway, I just said to her, I said, so uh, everything all right? Like, having a good night? And she just went, yeah, and I went, you know, then I just thought, I'm going to dive in here. I'm going to dive in like, <laughs> dive a, off like, the yacht. like I normally do off my yacht. I said, uh, so what do you think of the old yacht then? And she went, oh, it looks really nice. Um, but just to let you know, there's no way a guy who owns a yacht wears Primark pumps and just walks off. I looked down at my at my muddy, my muddy white three pound fifty Primark pumps, and you know the first thing I did was reset my wallpaper. But, oh, um, brilliant! But you know they were back in the day, and then I. Uh, the my deck shoes. Uh, exactly. The, 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 Boat shoes. Yeah, they're boat shoes for the but, boot deck. Uh, yeah, never mind. It was a it was a bad time in my life. That. Oh, brilliant. So, um, basically, you may you may remember last episode we said that we had some very very exciting news, but we couldn't reveal it yet. Um, we shouldn't really be ve- revealing it now because we've not got anything set in stone. But we've had a few people get in touch and sort of suggest that the next step for this podcast would be to. Um, perform like a live show so i listen to quite a few podcasts one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is um my dad wrote a porno which if you've not listened to is absolutely hilarious i'm sorry to say it's uh, a lot funnier than this one have you, you ever listened to it no i don't appreciate that comment <laughs> listen there's different people find different things funny but um, last time you're coming on my yacht, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so uh, they've ended up doing live live episodes where um, they'll rent out a, a theatre, whatever it might be. And there's lots of other podcasts that do a similar thing. And a couple of people got in touch saying, you know, you should think about doing it. So the exciting announcement is that at some point this year, we will be doing a live episode. We'll be doing a live episode where you can come along with your teacher friends. They don't have to be teacher friends. They can be anything. It could be a partner if they... Because at the end of the day, everyone went to school, didn't they? Um, it will be just for adults, um, but we... we Because we want to swear. <laughs> yeah, we we want, want to swear. Yeah, we want to say a few blue words. Um, so what we've done is we've been trying to find a venue. We've got a couple of things in the pipeline, but nothing um, confirmed yet. So I'm what... just thinking we need to give clear notice so everyone in the Ashburn, US of <laughs> A can book their flights. Yeah, Virginia can come over. That's what we need. Um, but what we've got is if you go to the website to mrpspodcast.com, so that's the number two, mrpspodcast.com, that you can um, sign up and just put your name in um, like a newsletter thing and as soon as we get it booked, we will send an email to you guys first before we then announce it on an episode. So if you want, what do they call that? Like um, 
the first, what's, what's it called, like the pre-launch tickets or whatever it might pre-launch be. Pre-launch tickets, yeah, like the Book of Mormon, I signed up for the pre-launch tickets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so before the official announcement on what will hopefully be the next episode, if you want to be first in to get your tickets, head over to the website, to mrpspodcast.com, put your email in, we'll get an email sent out as soon as we get everything confirmed, you can then book your tickets, um, and yeah, it'll be a Friday, Saturday night, We'll hopefully, wherever we book it, we'll have like a bar so you can have a drink um, and we'll just have a, a laugh for an hour and a half. Usual features and um, yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. Um, it's only £500 for a meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a new baby on the way, guys. He needs it. Um, so yeah, so we'll, um, we'll keep you updated with that, but that's really, really exciting news. So first feature of the episode... Right, Diabolical Leader of the Week. And we've been asking for your nominations. You can get in touch by sending me a message, tweet, uh, DM on Instagram, whatever it might be. It's completely anonymous. This one was actually sent in by a spouse of a teacher who said that um, it happened a while back, but the wife... Is that spouse? Daughter? Son? No, like partner. Partner, Partner, spouse, yeah. All right. (laughs) Um... So, my wife... Who said you don't learn anything on this podcast, mate? <laughs> my wife had just been admitted to hospital with pneumonia, and the first thing the bleep head teacher said was, oh, just make sure she calls in in the morning, please. <laughs> Which, and, and he, oh, he was going, he, he, I'm not going to read everything else that he said, but he was like, you know, my wife's admitted to, you know, he'd phoned them up to say, I'm really sorry, but my wife's in hospital with pneumonia, they're not going to be able to come in tomorrow. And the head teacher's response was, make sure she calls in in the morning, please. Just so... Oh, diabolical. Clear. Diabolical, diabolical. Um, I've got a few more that I'm going to save for future episodes, but it's just that. It's just sort of these clueless things that maybe your SLT have tried to introduce, said or done, which just, uh, yeah, just uh, ridiculous, sort of treating you worse than the teachers. Because... You know, what I find funny is I got a message that I found really funny. Uh, well, not it's not funny at all, but one, one teacher messaged me going on about how um, she's really struggling and she feels like she's almost being bullied by the SLT and the pressure and workload and so on is at breaking point and that sort of thing. And I, I got her to sort of tell me what, what school it was and where it, where it was. And it was interesting because I, I then Googled the school you know, schools, any school website you go to, you have like a motto. It's like, um, yeah, yeah. It, we have Reach for the Stars, which we've talked about. What's, yeah, yeah. what's yours? Uh, ours is, um, no, you put me on the spot there. Uh, I don't know actually. Can't don't know. But anyway, this, this school who are, from what, what I've been told, a sort of bullying staff, have the motto, three simple words, which were, um, respect, friendship, love. And it just makes me laugh <clears throat> that it's all over the website, yet you've got staff who can't even live those values. And you hear values being banged on all the time. And you can't expect children to live the right values if it's not being exemplified by the adults are spending time with. So, yeah, so... Um, learning to make a difference. Learning to make a difference. That's there my we go. One. 
Absolutely. Right, so um, we've got a new feature this week. Um, it's something that I was thinking about, and so I've made another little jingle. I'm not singing this time, so you don't have to skip this bit, but here's a new jingle, and then I'll talk about this new feature. So there we go. What do you think? What do you think of a little jingle there? Don't mind it. I can still, I can still make out your little, your little voice there. I've tried to put many special effects over it. I know. I've tried to go highbrow. I've tried to bring a bit of, a bit of quality to this podcast now. Um, so you heard there. The background was a little snippet of one of my favourite TV shows, Stranger Things, and this feature is all about the strange things that happen in schools. The almost unexplainable things that happen in every every school. school, Every school, they sort of happen, and teachers can't work out why it happens. And so, to kick us off, what I'm going to suggest this week is uh, the strange things that happen in a primary school. Uh, When um, the obsession children have with being at the front of the line, right? So when you get your children lined up, no matter which class, whether it's nursery, whether it's year six, there will always be a kerfuffle at the front of the line about who's first in line. And I must say, I don't know how many times a day when I'm in school, it doesn't matter who's at the front of the line, you're not going to win anything by being at the front, right? Yet, every time we line up, there will be pushing, there'll be shoving, there'll be one child who gets shoved out the side and goes, Mr P, I was at the front, such a person pushed in. And I just don't get this obsession. And it, j- yeah, I know what you mean. It, it does happen all the time and, and it's like a rat race, isn't it, to get to the front. And, and the person I appreciate the most, I like to call them a tactical Timmy. <laughs> they, they, they do move to the front at at a decent pace, but they make sure they're about third or fourth back because yeah. they know the kerfuffle at the front. They're all going to get pinned to the back of the line. Tactical Timmy takes an absolute step forward. The, uh, the line is his oyster. He's right at the front, clear clear as you like, but and if, he's looking at the rest of them with a little grin. I know exactly what I'm thinking of him might, as well. And the other thing as well is the, 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 the one that gets me is if a child's at the front and they're proud of being at the front of the line, but then you've got to walk through a set of doors. Oh, and they hold the door. <laughs> they oh. hold the door, and they're absolutely wounded. Because I've, I've they a, go from the front straight to the back. We've got a couple of kids. I've got a couple of kids who love holding the doors, so they always go to the front, and they love holding the doors. But I've got one kid who only holds the doors to count how many kids say thank you. Oh, so he's right, in a class uh... of 27, right? And I walked through, and I went, nice one. And he went... <laughs> like, Shaking went, his head. I looked at him. I said, "So we?" He went two out of twenty-seven. <laughs> I went, "What are you on about?" And he went, "Only two people said thank you." And I said, "Go on." And he said something like, "Joanna and Chris." <laughs> and I went, huh, "I said thank you." He went, "No, you said nice one." <laughs> I said, "Listen here, listen here, listen here. Nice one is thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know." Um, but yeah, it, it, the line is the line is all about pride. I mean, I I appreciate the ones who just get in the middle. Yeah, not about. I mean, the lunch line. Oh my word! It's like well, do you know what? I was, was going to come on to this because that is probably the only time 
that I can understand why people want to get at the front. We've talked about this before. You know, if there's pizza Fridays, you want to make sure you're at the front to get the cheesy slice. And as I say this, all I can think about is how much I'd like a piece of pizza, but I can't because of the intolerances. So that's the only time that I can understand. But it's just other things like you're going on a, a library visit. Everyone's going to get to go. By being first, you're not going to get you're not going to get any preferential treatment. Yet children are still arguing about it. You've got everything to lose as well. I mean, if you make that dart to the front and you make contact with anyone, <laughs> yeah, you then bat straight to the back. <laughs> straight red to the back, so isn't it? So like any contact in the area. Exactly, yeah. It's just, you've got to be a tactical, Timmy. You've got, <laughs> yeah. you've got to make your way at a fairly decent rate, but keep, keep your distance, because you know the opportunity's going to arise. Yeah. They're going to get pinged. They may be holding doors. Tactical Timmy ain't holding no doors. Yeah. He ain't standing at the front. He's getting them Twizzlers straight off the bat. Do you have? Do you ever have to put like a child who doesn't always make the right choices? The right choices in between a couple of other children. Like, do you have to do that? Like, if you've got a few, you know, a few children who like to. Do you mean a, a, a couple of the sensible Sallies? <laughs> sensible Sallies. You need, yeah. You, you always need some of the wrong choices in between the sensible Sallies. Yeah. And then, but then the worst thing is sometimes. The, 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 the person who's making the wrong choices just slowly kind of work away at the sensible Sally's, which yeah. would be nearer the front there, you know? <laughs> And then suddenly you see one of the sensible Sally's, completely out of character. She's turned. She's, t- she's, she's gone. turning and she's she's throwing people out the line. Sally, no. <laughs> yeah, what have you you're, done? You're more sensible than this, Sally. Or the worst one is when you put, like, let's say you've got two lads who don't always see eye to eye um, and you put them at opp- opposite ends because, you, know, the, the, you know, you're on your way to assembly and, you know, if they're anywhere near each other, they're just going to be a nightmare. And so separate them at ends of the line. And then as you go into assembly, you sort of put them, you sit them down and then the row ends and you start a new row behind. Oh, and then it finishes that those boys are just... Yeah, oh, that, that just... always happens. I'll tell you what else as well is. The, you've got your tactical Timmy, but then you've also got the ones who have got a little bit of nouse, the ones who think, I'm going to get the front. If I get the back and I hold the door, yeah. when I hold the door and everyone goes through, we're riding at the back. And you can just see him. <laughs> Anyone to go and get high on these? You can just see yeah. him loving it. Uh, so there we go. If you have... Um, a strange thing happening in your school that's unexplainable. You can't get your head around why it happens. Do get in touch. Let us know, and we'll um, we'll share it on the next episode. Right, guys. So um, this week I'm going to share one of the listeners' stories that I thought was. Um, Absolutely hilarious. So I'm just going to read this, then we'll get into the next feature. So as an NQT, I had a cheeky slice of chocolate cake from the staff room in my room, ready to eat in front of my class. <laughs> in brackets, I'm a wind-up. Do you ever do that? Do you ever, like... I, I sometimes do it. If this, some, someone brings in, like, donuts, or I'll make sure I take it to the desk just to wind the kids up sometimes. Yeah, I mean... It, Depends it, who the kids are. My, the, these kids at our school are obsessed with Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Now, I went into Home Bargains and they had these little tiny bars, uh, like 12 in a pack for, like, a quid or whatever they do. So I bought them for the, for the, for the class teacher. And I know I'm a type 1 diabetic and sometimes, you know, if my bloods go a little bit low, I just need a quick little pick-me-up. Yeah. So I grabbed the Hershey's. You should have seen some of the faces. It was like I was strangling a puppy in front of me. <laughs> they were like, 
you're doing it in our Hershey's. And I went, I think you'll find I bought them. Yeah. yeah, but they're in our class. But they were dead sick. I, I was laughing and they were going, what's funny? I'm like shoving Hershey's in my neck like, as quick as I can. I thought, I'm going to get taken out here. Um, anywho, one of my cheeky year six lads kept trying to steal the cake after a joke around a few laughs. Uh, I told him to put it back. A few minutes later or so, I pull my wheelie chair behind me and sit on down while talking to the whole class. I was absolutely lost for words as I realised I'd sat on the cake <laughs> and I'd smeared all the fudge icing on my behind. Ooh. Then spent the day looking like I'd pooed myself. <laughs> Safe to say the children thought it was hysterical, as did I, and I could, not walk, I could not walk around with any food anywhere in the school grounds without random pupils saying to me, oh, miss, don't sit on that until I moved to another school. Amazing. Brutal you can just things. imagine it, can't you? Give me that chocolate cake back, putting it down, getting distracted and then sitting down on it. If you were a year six child and that happened to your teacher, that, that'd be, that'd oh, be it's it. It's the dream, innit? It? That'd it's be absolutely it. the dream. Like, it's like no- Bart Simpson sort of stuff, innit? Yeah, there's nothing better. But um, talking about year six teacher, now, the other day, the other day... Um, Basically, I've been clearing out the house, getting ready for the new baby. Um, and uh, Kim asked me to get in touch with a good old ex-colleague of mine. Goes by the name of Cockney John. <laughs> uh, now, Cockney John um, kind of got himself a new house and he lives in like the countryside. And he's got a Ford Ranger Wild Track pickup truck, right? right That's what yeah. he's got. So Kim said, is there any chance you can get... Cockney John to come round and, and move all the stuff that we need taken to the tip. Yeah. So anyway, I, I give Cockney John a bell. All right, bruv. Happy <laughs> New Year, bruv. I went, all right, mate. Uh, hey, listen, any chance you could do us a favour and do this? He went, yeah, no worries, mate. And I thought, that's nice of him. Yeah, that's New Year, nice New John. Yeah, new, new Year, New John. So he comes round and he, he's just... He, he, the best thing about it, he's just, he's just not changed at all. <laughs> he's devoured because he's getting older. And he's all, his birthday's, I think it's two days ago, so happy birthday, uh, Cockney John. Does he listen to the podcast? Uh, he does, he does. He, he, he kind of skips to his bits. <laughs> like, oh, I remember that. Like, I was with him a few weeks ago, we were going to the pictures, and I said, oh, do you remember this? And I skipped to the bit where he did the prayer. And before he even said it, he went, God bless us for the pencil. <laughs> And I thought, oh, man. And anyway, he, so he's driving to the tip, right? And I, and I thought to myself, it's a big truck he's got on it. And it was like, I, I remember the, the tip near us, the, 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 the yeah, kind of the barrier gate, the, the barrier's top, yeah, really he, low. So I said to him, I said... Yeah, it doesn't allow, like, trucks or... Yeah, so I said, I said, is your van going to get anywhere? I bloody hope so, bruv. <laughs> I went, oh, well, you know... He went, he went, go on Google now. He went, check the height of the Ford Wild Track Ranger. I went, all right, no worries. So I went on, I said, 1.8. He went, ha, it's two metres, mate. He went, we, we are sweet as a nap. I went, all right, sweet. This is the best fit, right? So he's there concentrating, driving. We're going dead slow underneath the barrier. And I just turned and I went, like that. And he went, oh, my God. He went, what is that? He went, ah, you said it was 1.8. And I went, it was me, mate. He went, no. He went, no, 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 no. And honestly, I was crying. The guy with the high-vis jacket was looking in the car, just saw John, just like, <laughs> Yeah, well, he's fuming, steam coming out of his ears. But 
Uh, no, yeah, but happy birthday for a couple of days ago, uh, Captain Jannon. We did say, weren't we, one time he's going to have to make a yeah, special guest to, appearance. He'll have to come on one of the episodes. Right, on to our next feature. Flashback! Throwback! It's affected every one of us! So here we are. If you remember last episode, we were stalemate. It was three all. Adam had pulled it back after a few poor weeks, should we say, and he pulled it back to three all. And so during the Christmas episode, we both chose our favourite Christmas hymn or Christmas song, yeah. Carol, our favourite Christmas film, and then our just favourite Christmas song. And um, what do you want to read the results out, Adam? Um... No, <laughs> but I will do. It was um, 56% to you and 44% to me. There we have it. So he's taking the lead once more. Mr P, 4-3 ahead. Um, but now, new start, new year. And um, this week's theme of our flashback throwback um, links in quite well with, obviously, it being Christmas and stuff because... During at Christmas, we know we all love, especially our family, we're very much big on the board game. Um, oh, it's been a tradition that Christmas Day night, we all have a few drinks, we play a few games. And uh, and so flashback throwback this week are uh, going to be two choices of classic children's board games from back in the day. Do you remember when schools used to have toy days? I mean, do you still yeah, have yeah. it? Um, when I-, I was an NQT... And when I was an NQT, I organised um, a game day and kids could bring in, um, they could bring in like a Nintendo DS if they've got one. Right, or, but yeah, it was yeah. such a hassle in getting yeah, parents it's, it's to sign Yeah, about stuff. breaking it. Yeah, yeah, I remember just... old school, like, bringing your toys. I used to bring in my Stretch Armstrong. Me and the boys used to be stretching it from one end of Callahan's class to the other. <laughs> classic, classic yeah. stuff. But, um but yeah, because you know some of the board games now you're not able to play due to health and safety and all that. So um, two choices each. Uh, my first choice. Well, I'm going to go with a game that I don't even know if you you can play it anymore because you know there were hazards and it's Kaplunk. Kaplunk was an absolute favourite. Do you remember Great Kaplunk? Game, yeah. Where the thin sticks, wasn't it? You'd put all like cocktail sticks in between. Uh, a plastic holder and yeah. the marbles you put them at the top and then they were all coloured and you had to take one out and whoever ended up with the most marbles at the end yeah, yeah. won and, um, no lost didn't they no you wanted the marbles oh to... did you want the marbles I think so I think so. I think you could play it either way really but yeah, I think yeah. it was pull it out if a marble dropped down you kept the marble oh right. Oh yeah good shout yeah. Yeah. maybe I've been playing it wrong for 30 years <laughs> yeah so um, uh, it was an absolute favourite of mine because it was a bit like Jenga it was one of them that um, Test of nerve, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Whose which hands ones he goes for? Which, yeah. So, um, but I don't know. Is it available now? Can you play it now? I think you can still play Kaplunk, but it's Should definitely it's that, definitely not as a it's not as big as it was in the day. The problem is with that is it was always tough to set up, wasn't it? Uh, you had to it, poke one of the sticks through and look for the other hole. Oh yeah, Kaplunk's still available. Yeah. Yeah, huge game. Great name of a game as well. Yeah, you, got you want a game of Kaplunk? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just feels it's like the a top game. It's that automatic player, isn't it? The Kaplunk. 
So that's my first choice. Adam, over to you. Um, my first choice is going to be uh, a classic again. I think it's been adapted recently, not as good as as, as the olden days, but Mousetrap. Oh yeah. Now Mousetrap again. A little bit of setting up, but I remember back Yeah, that the was day. the only downside, because I've got it for the kids, and it has changed a lot, and uh, they've obviously tried to reduce costs, because if I remember back in the day, it was all um, sort of decent materials, whereas now a lot of it's cardboard uh, to make it up, and it's a bit... Um, bit of a, and it's just the faff of setting it up. Yeah, it's always... You, sometimes you, you want that simple game. Yeah. You want that game that's just Oh, quick but and easy. when you set Mousetrap up, oh. let's not let's we've set it up, it's ready to go. Off you go, Adam. How good was that game? It was I mean it was the, the difference, wasn't it? It was the difference. I mean it was it was you used to play Mousetrap and, and once the game started, you just never wanted it to end. Yeah. And I think, you know, again, because board games I, I really you know, I'm not I'm my kids don't have their own devices. I don't. I don't think they need their own devices. I'm very much, um, you know, as much as I love using technology in schools, uh, I'd want to make sure that we get the right balance at home. So we are quite big on the playing board games and that sort of thing. Um, and kids can bang on about how good it is on Fortnite and how good it is on the computer games Minecraft. I'm telling you, there is no better feeling, no better feeling than when you set off that mouse trap. From the boot being kicked, the little ball going down. And was it the red, like, The red sort of tub at the top top going down. If it worked and everything went off correctly, there was no no better feeling. It was... You felt like you were... You you were in Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah, Yeah, it was just utter magic. Utter magic. So I'll give you that one. It's a good good choice. Mousetrap, definitely. Right, my second choice. um, Again, I've not... I'm going to just go, because you can still get this game now, but um, it was my favourite back in the day, and that is Cluedo. Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to insult your choices, because it's each to their own. I wasn't a massive fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, my thing was, like, I just was so into detective. For a while, I wanted to be a detective when I grew up. Then I wanted to be a forensic scientist, but I quickly realised you had to be sort of good at science, which I wasn't great at so that got knocked on the head and then I wanted to be an actor so I could play a detective in a series I very much um, liked uh, Basil the Great Mouse Detective Basil the Great Mouse Detective was a film but I used to watch Jonathan Creek not that it's <laughs> trying to be Jonathan Alan Davis. Jonathan, is it Alan <laughs> yeah, Davis? Yeah, yeah. But that I used to love that program. Just those little murder mystery programs. So Cluedo. I mean, I took it so seriously, and um, I just used to have it. So we we've bought the kids this year, and we've been playing it over Christmas. And um, of course, Ryan played a game. It was when you were you were away. Yeah, you yeah. came round. And Ryan played a game, and of course, competitive Ryan comes out, doesn't it? And he's yeah. sort of, I won the first game, so it's straight away, oh, you're cheating, you're cheating, you're cheating. Wasn't cheating at all, won it fair and square. Um, but then he won the second game, so he's made up, but he quickly clocked on to what I was doing, which was as soon as someone worked out who it wasn't, 
you just clock where they're marking on the sheet so you know you can see if it's at the top it's the person if it's in the middle it's the thing if it's at the bottom it's where it happens so that's why little trip trip there because so we'd be playing it and like my kids would be looking here looking there and i'm like you're just missing the clues you know you've got to be a det- if you're a detective you've got to use any means necessary to get the results so that's my second choice clue though and, and it's the, the names as well as a teacher you know teachers love a bit of alliteration so the characters in Cluedo, just, you know, Professor Plum. Yeah, I, I think Cluedo sounds too much like Play-Doh. <laughs> so what are you doing building murder mystery out of out of mush? <laughs> anyway, I'm not slating your choice, each to their own. Um, right, my last choice is going to be another game that, that, that is still around these days, but one that um, I actually saw something really funny about it the other day, which I will mention, and it's Guess Who? Uh, now, Guess Who? Now, there's a few things I loved about Guess Who. Obviously, just the whole guessing game and, you know, you took a stab in the dark and all of that kind of stuff. Now, there's a few things I liked. You'd be sat there and you'd go, does your character wear a hat? And the person would go, no. Yeah. And then you'd do the old... <laughs> you know, the flick the backwards. Flick, yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And then you'd accidentally flick a hat down. Or, or uh, someone yeah. without a hat down, and then you'd be like, oh no. Yeah. And um, so I absolutely love that. But obviously, you know, you hear all the stuff going on in the world, and and I have zero problems with anything. But I did see something funny the other day where it's like, uh, trying to play Guess Who in 2019, and it had two people staring off it. Is your character a boy or a girl? And the opposition said, no. <laughs> so it's, uh, but yeah, it's, it, it was a class game. And I remember, um, I just loved it. You know, the, 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 the moustaches, the glasses, the hats, the, it was just top draw. The characters were never lifelike though, were they? They were weird no, looking no. people. Yeah, but I, I think it would have took it away if they were lifelike. Yeah. It, it, and have you ever seen weird. someone in real life who looked like a character on Guess Who? Back in the day, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there was, a, there, was a, there was like a bit of an Inspector Gadget looking guy. Do you yeah. remember him? He well looked like loads of people. <laughs> so they're your choices. Now what we're going to do is we're going to um, add a little spice to this week because I know a popular board game, well it's not really a board game, card game to play um, uh, amongst adults is Cards Against Humanities. Have you played this before, Adam? I've not played Cards Against... I've heard about it, but no, I've not yeah. played it. Now, what... Uh, uh, someone sent me um, a pack of... Well, some, send me a link, because someone has created an expansion pack, which is called Teachers Against Humanities and PE. So, basically, it's a, a pack of the Cards Against Humanities all linked to school. So, um, and the reason the person sent it to me was that it turns out I was featured on one of the cards which I was absolutely made up with so you have your sort of question card there it is and mine was scraping the barrel the latest Mr PICT video was based on and then you fill in the blank so for the extra part of this week's flashback throwback we have got a card and we are going to choose um so the card that we're going to use is your interview lesson needs to be based around Jonathan Creek. <laughs> <laughs> so we're now going to flip through some of the um, some of the cards. We're going to pick our favourite, and then we're going to read it to you, and then we'll add that to our final um, sort of nominations for flashback throwback, and then get the poll going. So 
Here we go. Right, so we've both made a choice and um, we'll read them to you and then we'll add it to the poll on Facebook. So do you want to go first? Or no, no, you go first. Right, so your interview lesson needs to be based around the half-asleep Aussie supply teacher who looks like she might be wearing pyjamas. OK. I will take your pyjamas, Aussie. Your interview lesson needs to be based around Shirley in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so um, there you go. That's this week's uh, or this episode's flashback throwback. We will put a poll up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash ICT Mr. P. Get yourselves voting. If you've got a theme that you want to nominate, if you think there's something we should uh, include, you know, things from our childhoods, if you're around our age that maybe children don't appreciate now, or, you know, films, songs, whatever it might be, let us know and we'll. Um, We'll try and include it if we can do. Right, so have you got a, a story to finish the episode, Adam? Yeah, well, I've got a few things to say, actually. Um, one was I was, watching a, I was watching a comedian recently and he was talking about technology and you were mentioning it before about um, about Fortnite and all of this rubbish that's, that's going on at the moment. <laughs> and it made me think about, you know, the old glory days of um, MSN Messenger. And just kind of, you know, the battle to, to get, you know, it was me, you and, and Ryan at home. You used to one have a, computer. One computer. You used to have the slot. You know, you'd have the internet. Well, we talked about that early episode. Yeah. That girl in your school who sounded like oh, yeah, yeah. a dial-up modem. Oh, yeah, she did look She did sound look like it. <laughs> she, did, <laughs> she did sound like it. But, um, yeah. So... Um, you know, MSN Messenger back in the day, I mean, that is my first memory of, like, social classic media. internet, yeah, and yeah. social media. And and uh, I don't know about anyone else, if they remember it, but, you know, there, there was kind of the first emojis there as well. It was, like, I my name on MSN for a long time used to be Star, yeah. capital P, small A, capital R, small K, capital Y. So parky, but really cool and funky. <laughs> uh, followed by another star. Yeah. So, you know, perfect parky. And then I used to have song lyrics after after parky. <laughs> yeah. Now, I remember, and it's a real... I, I, I would love to know how many people remember this song. Do you remember Jojo? You remember, leave, get out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wasn't that tune? Hang on, I'll try and find she it. Did a, she did another song. Tell uh, me what it is and I'll try and get it up here. It's called Baby It's You, featuring Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> and there was a lyric at the start, which... Yeah, great. Let's go. Right, so you can imagine, right? Now, the lyric at the start of the song was, Ice is cool, but I'm looking for more. It's your love that my heart beats for. <laughs> so that used to be my, my line. And obviously, you'd have all your mates, and it'd pop up, this person is online, and this person is online. And I remember the excitement of like, oh my God, that person's online. Now, I'm going to take it back. And I know, you know, we had the Primark pump story before and it sounds like I'm making a bit of a joke. I am, you know, I'd like to say I was a hit with the ladies, (laughs) but I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little bit of a a secret here of, of what, of, of some of the things that I used to do. Right. So this is what I do. There's a girl who I used to really like called Laura. Like, yeah. really like. And, um... What's she up to nowadays? Don't know, but good luck to her. 
so so it pop up Laura's online, and I'm thinking to myself, hope she's looking at them JoJo lyrics, <laughs> you know. So then, so then, what I'd do is I'd start speaking to her. Now we used to get on, and then when I'd build up the confidence, I'd write, "Will you go out with me?" Yeah. And then I'd leave the computer, and I'd wait for the for the noise. And I'd run back to the computer, and I remember this is when I did it. I said, "We go out with me," and I ran to the kitchen, and I was, you know, grabbed pacing up and down. I grabbed a cheese string, and I was ripping, tearing <laughs> the cheese string. In. And then I went back in, and it just said, mm, "No, <laughs> right." So I thought, "Think, think, Adam, think." And then I, 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 I thought, "Right, just take a minute." And I just waited for about for a good five minutes, and I went, "Oh, for God's sake!" <laughs> I went, my brother's been on my MSN. I went, what's he bloody like? What's he say? Has he asked you out? I went, oh, God, I don't even like you. Secretly, like, <laughs> typing, like, what an idiot my brother is. Uh, um, but, yeah, but, yeah, so when, we're talking about when I was at school and, and it brought this hilarious, like, thing that happened. So we're in, me and my friend Jimmy were in... Um, we're in our form class and every morning... And the form teacher didn't like me and Jimmy. And you know Jimmy and he's an absolute yeah. legend. And um, basically, he used to do prayers, this guy, in the morning. And his prayers were always... You know, they weren't of, they weren't of Cockney John standard, but <laughs> they were a bit lazy. He'd just be like, um, yeah, just God make sure everyone has a safe day and something like that. Anyway, Jimmy... Uh, did quite a rude drawing on a piece of paper. As you do. It was, um, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a sneak peek into what the picture was. It was Bart Simpson's head, <laughs> but his body was male genitalia. <laughs> so I could not stop laughing. It was one of the funniest pictures I'd ever seen. Like, ever. And st- to this day, one of the greatest of all time. But I was Have laughing. Have got it? Nah, oh, no, I haven't got it. No, no. Nah. But, um... One of the greatest of all time, and, and I was laughing, and because I was laughing, Jimmy was laughing, and then the teacher at the time said, "Right, Parkinson, Malahi, um, you can come up with a prayer tomorrow, and I'll be judging it tomorrow morning. It's down to you now. If you think you can laugh during my prayer, immediately the laughter stopped, <laughs> and me and Jimmy thought, oh, what are we gonna do? Yeah. So we stood there for a bit, and we spoke to each other on the bus on the way home." And then we both, you know, then we, you know, started laughing about the Bart picture again. <laughs> you know, we got the Bart picture out and we were laughing have done at it the again. Bartman, so the Bartman then, prayer. So then we thought to ourselves, why do we have to say it when we could just get one of the greatest singers of all time <laughs> to sing it? So what we did was on Jimmy's extremely old Samsung, plugged it into the computer and uploaded the Millennium Prayer. Right, so Cliff Richard onto his phone. So I'm going to give you a little snippet of the Millennium Prayer now. Now, great song. It was actually number one. It's going to number one. Um, But me and Jimmy went up and said, eyes together... No, eyes together. Hands together. <laughs> eyes together. That'll be eyes, eyes isn't it? <laughs> hands together. Eyes closed. Um, eyes together. Hands closed. Uh, and, uh, so, yeah. So, hands together. Eyes closed. Eyes and together. we just stood there and we just pressed play. Yeah. 
It's four minutes, 42 seconds long. The bell had gone. Me and Jimmy were stood there, but we were both kind of eyes, eyes tight shut, just chuckling. Yeah. And I thought, this is so ending in a detention, this. We yeah. are so done here. And, you, you know, took a big risk and, and as it's it not going to pay off. Yeah, and as it said, like, our father, doom, we kind of went, amen. <laughs> and, and the teacher went, good job, lads. <laughs> <laughs> so we, me and forever, forever since then, you know, we're Team Sir Cliff. <laughs> yeah. Even through the allegations, we were like, free Sir Cliff. <laughs> and, you know, he's all right, isn't he? Yeah, uh, that's funny, that's... Uh... Those things you did in school. He's probably an avid Cliff Richard fan, the teacher. Yeah, he probably was just like, what a tune, <laughs> what <laughs> <Yeah>. a banger. <laughs> uh, right, so that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. We really, really do appreciate it. Please make sure you head over to the website, to mrpspodcast.com. Put your email address in so that you're first uh, in line for when we do announce the details for our first ever live show. If you've enjoyed it, please go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate and review. We'll be back very, very soon with another episode. Please do carry on sharing your stories, getting in touch, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever it might be. I hope the start of the year has been... Oh, I just remembered one thing that I was going to do with you. Right, last thing. This is something I posted to Facebook. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, it's obviously been your... Was it your first day back today or yesterday? Yesterday, so yesterday. I was having a drink yesterday. Yesterday, right. So I um, created this thing on Facebook. I'm going to see if you can get a line. So it's first day back bingo. Things that most teachers will hear on the first day back. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, as soon as we release it this week, you'll, you'll recognise these. So did anyone say, or did you or anyone say on the first day back, do you have a good one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all the best to you and yours. Yeah, similar, yeah. This one I like. Yeah, you. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. What, what comes before that? You're right. Yeah. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Um, did you see Luther? OMG. Idris is just unreal. I usually say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the bleep photocopier is jammed again. How many weeks until half term? I'm absolutely shattered. I came out of the toilet today and without sounding crude, I actually came out, uttered the words, that was my first solid number two in two weeks. <laughs> Not to the kids. Oh, God, no. Oh, no. Even though they'd love it. Yeah. Cheers on the runs for two weeks. <laughs> you need that intolerance test. Uh, spring term already, before you know it, it'll be sats. Oh, yeah. Just need to touch base with a few non-negotiables. Diet starts today. Diet starts today, that's a Can classic. you believe they've got Easter eggs in the shops already? Not even taking my Christmas tree down. What about his thingy on there? It just goes too fast. I, that's all uh, I know. Oh, it, I don't think I did put... Oh, it's like we've been. It's like we've never been away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, oh, it just flew by. That's on there as well. Yeah, that's the one. Quite quiet, to be honest. Anyone say that? Is it quite quiet, to be honest? Oh, Happy Christmas. Oh, yeah. Quite quiet, to be honest. I think I've said that. <laughs> yeah. Pretty quiet. Yeah. Um, anyone give a give something along the lines of, uh, yeah, I'll have a Prosecco. Sorry, force of habit. Cup of tea. Three sugars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you classic. <laughs> um, 
So, right, there we go. Right, that's that's the episode finished. Thank you very, very much for listening. Um, please do head to the website, get yourself signed up so you're first on the list. We'll be back very, very soon. Thank you very, very much. Take care. All the best. Bye-bye.